Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. As Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa presents high school baseball in Southeast Iowa. We're on the phone with Nick Swanson of Winfield Mount Union Wolves. Uh, baseball coach, welcome to the program, coach. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, how's the season going so far? Um, I think we are improving as a, as a program. Um, you know, this is the first year that Winfield, Mount Union, and Columbus community have kind of combined. So we have, you know, I think we have about six to seven players from Columbus, and the rest are from Winfield. So just trying to gel the right players together has been a little bit of a struggle, but I think we are getting on the right track. So uh, uh, you mentioned you, you, you're you probably having some rained out games and having to reschedule some stuff. You're maybe looking at one with Wapolo this week. Uh, so mm-hmm. have you had, and, and uh, that's com- condensed you into a pretty heavy week with five, uh, with five games, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, this week, it's really weird the way our schedule kind of shaped out this year. Um, with Columbus not having a team, you know, this week we only have one game against Wapolo, and the next week we have five. So we went from one extreme to the next, and with the weather today doesn't look like it's going to cooperate. So we'll see kind of how that goes. But, you know, I think it's just really weird how they did the scheduling this year, and I think it's you know, with Columbus and a couple other teams not having baseball teams, it's kind of condensed the season real, real quick. Well, uh, tell me about the conference that you're in. So we're in the um, Southeastern Iowa Super Conference from the North Division. So with that, there's Highland, Hillcrest, Wapolo, ourselves, Winfield, um, L&M, and Meepo, I believe. Now, aren't the is Wapolo and Meepo a two A schools? Yes, there's, so there's a few two A's in there. I think L and M is also a two A school. But you're and combined with, with a couple. Merge, you combine with a couple other schools for your team. Yeah, so it's right now it's just us. So Winfield Mount Union and Columbus uh, Junction. So Columbus Community. We have combined this year. This is the first year that we've uh, done that. This. Uh, with just us two. So I think we are even been pushed to two way because of that. Oh, okay. Well, I guess with combining it, it makes more sense. So tell me about yourself, Nick, what was your journey that, that led you to be the head coach there in uh, Winfield Mount Union? Um, so I was the assistant. I've been an assistant for Muscatine high school for three years. And, you know, we, we got some new changes we've had a new AD change, had a new uh, head baseball coach over at Muscatine. And I kind of decided, like, hey, you know, I would like to try to be on my own and try to be a head coach. I saw Columbus Junction was hiring for a head baseball coach. So I applied and ended up getting the job. I was there for the last two years. And so then Winfield and Columbus both kind of, we kind of struggle when it comes to winning baseball games and, you know, having a steady program. So over this last offseason, we decided to combine our kids and combine our schools, and I kind of applied for that job, and now I'm here. So this is your first year? This is my first year, yes, as Winfield's um, head coach. Winfield, this is the first, and this is the first year the, that the two teams have combined. So, uh, well, we, we've got uh, a five-game week ahead of us. Tell me about uh, the pitching 
the limitations on the pitching and uh, how many pitchers you think you'll need to use uh, to get through this? Uh, ideally, five. I would love to get through five. Um, but obviously, that doesn't usually um, bode well. Um, realistically, we just want to we want to take care of our kids' arms. You know, five, playing five games, regardless whether you're pitching or not, I mean, it's a lot of strength on your arm, a lot of stress on that. And so we're going to just try to play it by ear as best we can. Uh, we obviously don't want to, you know, overstretch a kid's arm or overstress that to the, this week. But, you know, we, we plan on using anywhere between, you know, 7 to, you know, 11, 12 pitchers. And hopefully we don't have to get to that 12-pitcher mark. But, you know, if we can get closer to the 7 to the 8, that means we're probably winning baseball games and our pitchers are probably uh, throwing pretty well. So t- tell me about your pitching staff. So we are a mix. We have a lot of senior heavy guys, and we also have a very young core. Um, I would say my my number one pitcher is a junior, and then my number two is a, a sophomore. So we're very, I think we're very young. Um, Nick Crow is my senior. He threw um, Thursday night against Minneapolis, and probably threw. Well, you know, one of the best games of his, you know, high school career against Nepo. And I think we're just trying to, we're, we're young, but I think we're, we're working in the right direction, especially with some of our senior leadership. Well, let's talk about the defense on your team. We'll get around and talk about the offense, but uh, I kind of like to start in the outfield. I, I, I have a, I put a high priority on outfield defense. Uh, t- tell me, tell me about your, your outfield and what kind of defense, who's got arms, who's got range, who's got speed. So yeah, I have my senior Noah uh, Sparrow. He is my center fielder. He's you know he's everywhere. That man can play uh, gap to gap. You know he's got a pretty decent arm. Not the strongest arm, but not not the weakest arm by any means. Um, honestly, you know if the ball's up in the air and it's anywhere close, he's going to get it. Um, left field, we kind of we kind of tailored it a little bit. Um, it was. His name is Isaac Lagunas. He played shortstop and second base for Columbus last year. Uh, so he's kind of making that move over to the outfield. It's still a little bit of a transition for him, but I think he, you know, each game he's getting better and better at that. I mean, his arm is pretty good as well. And then out in right field, I have Colby Newsom, who's a freshman, and that kid just surprised the heck out of me this year. Um, from literally from January till now. I mean, the kid, all he does is, is work hard. Um, I think he's, he's getting there. He's getting better each and every day. His arm is getting better each and every day. And I think by the time he's, you know, a junior, senior, um, you know, Colby's going to be a big name in the conference. Well, uh, 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 a leader on the field, a player that, uh, you know, help can help your pitching staff is your, your catcher, your backstop. Tell me about your catcher. Mm-hmm. So our catcher is Grant Watson. Um, he's a, he's been hurt the past couple of days, uh, so we had to take a week off of catching. But Grant Watson, who's a junior, he's been a two-time All-Conference honorable mention kid at Columbus. You know, he's another kid that you know from freshman year on, he's just been he's done nothing but grow. Um, a couple things you know he still needs to work on throwing some runners out, but I think managing the game and making sure our pitchers are calm and relaxed. You know, each day he does that, and it's it's amazing to see how where he came from his freshman year to where he is now. Well, in baseball, it's very important uh, to have a good communication 
with the catcher. The catcher doesn't want to expect a fastball and get a curveball, you know. Correct. So uh, do you you think he, he provides that kind of uh, leadership and communication and uh, trust with the pitchers? 100%. I think a lot of guys feel a little bit more confident when he's back there. Um, like I said, he's been out for a couple games with a groin injury. So he comes back today actually behind the plate and you can already tell the sense of relief from some of our pitchers. Like, all right, he's back there. We're going to be able to, you know, throw balls in the dirt or, you know, we can move the ball around and it's going to be okay. Well, who do you have backing him up? Um, So it's kind of like a platoon. I have Cole Milks. He's been backing up. He's a sophomore. And then I also have uh, Trevor Phillips, who's an eighth grader. That's going to be probably the catcher in a couple of years. And I think he's, he's one step closer each game to becoming that catcher that we need. But, you know, with him being so young where he's just kind of falling behind Grant right now and loves learning from him. And he's also one of my, you know, top three or four pitchers as well. So tell me about the infield defense. Uh, take it around the bases. Yeah. So third base, we have Andrew Brown, who's a junior. Um, the kid's got an a unbelievable arm. You know, I think he gets a little wild on his throws because he's trying to find that release point. But, you know, you know if it's anywhere near third base, he's going to go get it. Uh, shortstop, I have sophomore Kale Phillips. Um, he's honestly, if you, you draw a circle around him, you know, a 30-foot circle, he's, he's making that play. You know, and the rest of the stuff he, he's getting better at. But he's just one of those kids where he knows the ball's hit to him, the play's going to be made. Um, second base, I have between two kids, but my starter is Trevor Phillips, who's an eighth grader. Um, you know, again, we'll probably be a, a catcher here in the future, but right now we're kind of working him. And then at first base, I have our senior, Nick Crow, who honestly is probably like our glue on the infield, and he's probably our glue on the team, is one of our captains. And, you know, the kid works his tail off each and every game. Uh, yeah, he's someone that you want on the field at all times. You got a utility player that can that can play a lot of positions and and help you out when somebody goes down. Yeah, so that, that's kind of our our you know Cole's kind of our utility guy. Cole Milks, you know, he's played third this year. He's played second. He's played left. He's played right. He's pitched and he's played first, and he's also caught. So I think the only position he hasn't played is you know is probably center field. That's outstanding, and that that that's invaluable in the season, isn't it, Coach? Oh, it, it's 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 crazy how many times you have to move a kid in a in a position, and some of those kids just don't feel comfortable. Uh, Cole is one of those kids that you put him anywhere, and he's like, "Yes, Coach, I'll do it." And it you know, it, it's great to have knowing with what the injuries that we've had this year with some of our players, and he just steps right in, and you know, he doesn't skip a beat. Well, let's talk about your hitting. Uh, you know, we can't win without scoring. Uh, what type of hitters do you have? Do you have hitters with speed? Do you have hitters that are good contact? you got big RBI guys. Uh, what, uh, what kind of hitting are we going to see out of Winfield? Uh, so, you know, we're, we're struggling right now, and I think a lot of that's got to do with, you know, being young, not being able to see some of this live pitching a whole lot either when it comes to off-season stuff. You know, I, I think it – it hurts the smaller schools with this, with the track and the golf getting extended. You know, some of these kids don't come to practice until you know the first game, and then they have to go expect you know, to go hit an 85 mile an hour fastball. So we're, we are struggling a little bit right now, but you know, 
I think, you know, we, we have a mixture. We have two guys, three guys that, that can hit for power. You know, Nick Crow, Cole Milks, and Andrew Brown, they have really, really pretty swings. I think we're just we're just missing the baseball. Head's kind of pulling off. But yeah, I think that's going to start coming around once we start, you know, seeing live pitching consistently. And then I have to lead off, you know, um, Kale Phillips and Noah Sparrow are my one-two. Both guys that if they get on base, you know they're going to steal bases. Uh, Noah's a great bunter as well. I like to play small ball. Yeah, that's so important. If get, so if we can get Kale, you know, on base, we, we're, you know, I think the whole stadium knows we're bunting with Noah. And then the bottom of my order is more of our guys that just like to see pitches. You know, they, the quality of bats that come out of them are, are fantastic. You know, I think we we average about 12 to 14 walks a game so far, and it's been, you know, that's some discipline. Absolutely. I mean, bottom of order has been great. I mean, I don't know if some of that is I'm not wanting to swing the bat. Hopefully not. Hopefully they really do have those good eyes. But um, bottom of the order has done a lot better than I thought it would this year. And I think we're just trying to put together the pieces to have a complete lineup. Who, who do you got that's a disciplined hitter that, that doesn't chase balls out of the strike zone, makes a lot of contact, uh, Maybe mm-hmm. situational hit. Tell me about somebody like that. Uh, that. That would probably have to be my leadoff, Kale. Um, Kale Phillips is one of those kids hasn't struck out this year. Um, has been into two strike counts almost every single time he gets up there, and you know he shortens up his swing and puts it in play, or he walks, or he gets hit by a pitch. Because I feel like you know half our kids get hit this year, and we're so close to the plate. Um, but you know, no, he's one of those kids that honestly. He's too mature for his age as a hitter, and I think he's just going to continue to get better. And I think the power will come with him, you know. But he's still so young; he's just a sophomore, and he's one of those kids that you know when he gets up to, to bat, he's going to have a quality at bat. Well, so having uh, where do you guys? What school do you practice at? So we practice at Winfield. We play games at Winfield as well. So. Uh... How does that affect? I mean, it takes some time for the kids from Columbus Junction to get over to Winfield. Uh, uh, how have you, how those challenges have come up and how have you guys met those challenges? Mm-hmm. So honestly, you know, I'm, I live in Muscatine. I work here in Muscatine. Um, so I drive to Columbus every day. I pick the Columbus kids up. Uh, you know, we get a van, we get a, a van or two. And then we drive the 15 minutes down to Winfield. And that's every single day. Um, so it hasn't been much of a, a difference for the kids. I think I feel like they just feel like they're getting picked up for practice and dropped off. I think the toughest part has been the chemistry, trying to continue the, the team chemistry with both teams because both teams have different philosophies, different attitudes, different ways to communicate. And so I think that's been our biggest challenge. And I think that's where we're, we're making the right steps in that into a good direction with our chemistry. Well, the good thing is, the good thing about it is you got a lot more players. The bad thing about it, I guess, is, is, is you're coming with two, you know, both teams had a second baseman, both teams had a center fielder, both teams had a third baseman. And now, you know, the kid that thought, wow, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm first baseman. And he's like, wow, the other guy thinks he's a first baseman too. So yeah, I I guess that would, uh, that would be some, uh, you know, something a team would have to work through. Well, uh, well, this has been an interesting conversation. Now, you you, you mentioned eighty-five mile an hour fastballs, and we uh, we went and saw Kyoto and Sigourney. 
last Friday night, and uh, we saw Colton Clarahan, who has a 89-mile-an-hour fastball at the peak, I think. Uh, tell me about some of the pitchers you guys will face in this league that uh, concern you or, uh, you know, or maybe impress you with their stuff or their, you know, we saw some really big breaking curveballs and things at that game. Yeah, so honestly, I mean, this conference has been is pretty good when it comes to pitching. You know, we have, you know, the Paisley kid from Highland. I mean, I think his ERA right now is under one. And he's one of those kids that you have to watch out for. Um, you know, Brooks out of Meepo is another kid. You know, he's going to come right at you. And, you know, Highland has a couple kids, and the Schultz kid as well is another kid that's just going to come right at you. And this conference, what I like about Excuse me. What I like about this conference is, you know, these pitchers don't mess around. You know, I don't, they don't care if they throw, you know, 85 miles an hour or if they throw 60 miles an hour. They're going to come right at you. They're going to try to throw strikes, and they're they're just going to attack you. And you, as a hitter, either have to, you know, step in the box ready to go, or you're going to be striking out and you're going to you're going to sit, you know, at the end of the bench. But it's this. I love this conference when it comes to pitching. It's just the grittiness out of some of these kids is something that you didn't see. Not that you didn't see out of the MAC conference for Muscatine, as you do. But you know the MAC conference and Muscatine's got the you know got the guys that can throw 90, 91, 92. You know these kids are still you know they don't throw quite that hard, but they're going to attack you just like if they did have a ninety-two mile an hour fastball. Yeah. Uh... Tell, tell me, Winfield, you know, I mean, we, we followed the football team. We followed the basketball team. Both had tremendous success, and it seemed like they had a lot of community support. How how uh, how has the community support impressed you since you moved over to uh, Winfield and, you know, maybe some community support from Columbus Junction? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think what I love about these small towns is how much they care. You know, I, I told myself and I told my fiance, like, I, I love – 1A, 2A baseball. It's you, you get into this where, you know, grandpas that have played, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, they come out and they watch the game and then you even get the kids that are four, five, and six that can't wait to be a part of your program. And it's just like the family feel that you get when you step out into Winfield or Columbus. And now that we're combined, you get both of it. And it's, you know, it, it's honestly a, a humble feeling. I think the kids start to realize that. And, you know, I love every minute of it. I think everyone should, you know, I think every coach should try a 1A or 2A program just to get that type of atmosphere. And it's something that you'll, that'll live with you forever. Well, I'm going to come see your game with Columbus Junction tomorrow. Give me a preview, or I mean, uh, with uh, Highland. Or no, it's, uh, mm-hmm. which, which, who are you playing tomorrow? Uh, so we play Highland on Monday of next week. So today is supposed to be our only game this week. Or, I mean, not this week, but next week, uh, next Tuesday, you play uh, an academy. Highland. Uh, we play Hillcrest. Next yeah, Hillcrest. Day. I was going to come see that game. Uh, check that out. Uh, when I come see you play Hillcrest, uh, tell me what kind of game I'm, I'll, I'll be seeing. You know, it's going to be a gritty game. You know, every time I, I've played Hillcrest, you know, they're they're very well coached. They're a team that's not going to make very mental or very many mental mistakes. You know, we have to play our game. Um, you know, Nick Crow, our senior, is probably going to start that game. And, you know, he's a kid that's going to go in there and compete his tail off. And I think they're going to have a pitcher that's going to go in there and compete. And it's going to come down to what team can have more quality at bats. Well, t- so I'm hoping that's us. 
tell our listeners uh, some opportunities to see your team when you'll be have home games. Yep. So we have a uh, you know I think we have three home games next week: Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. You know, um, you can follow us on Varsity Bound. You know, that'll have our schedule and everything, our stats and everything on there. Um, we are still working on a um, Twitter page. And I think with these smaller schools, they're not as widely represented in, in Twitter and social media and things like that. So we actually have a couple of kids helping us up, out with that. But, um, you know, that that's kind of where we're at. And, you know, we play a lot of home games where the baseball field's just um, underneath or just down a ways from the high school right behind the football field it's we're starting to work on it. it's real nice it's hopefully we can get it a little bit nicer here in the next couple of years but you know it's a beautiful beautiful site for a game well twitter and and facebook are a, a great way for people to follow the team and uh, we'll keep up with the team uh throughout the season uh, uh is there anything that you didn't get to talk about that you wanted to no i don't think so and like i said you know i I want. I would love to have people come out to our games because this group of kids is, is a great group, and you know they're going to be great role models for for future kids here. Well, we've been talking to Coach Nick Swanson, uh, who's coaching both Winfield Mount Union and uh, Columbus Junction in a combined effort, uh, kind of stepping up in class of schools and uh, in the North Division. There, uh, we wish you we wish you luck. I, I want to thank Corwin Henshaw, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa for helping present uh, high school baseball in Southeast Iowa. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you for having me. Well, this has been Round Guy Radio with news you can use that won't give you the blues. And thanks for listening.